Hello, Radio Laurier. I'm here with Thomas, Brent, Ryan, and Chandler from Red Output, a local rock band. This band is local talent from Kitchener. So local, in fact, that one of the members, Brent, is actually Laurier's student. So, first of all, welcome to Radio Laurier. We are happy to have you. And second of all, how do you guys describe the kind of music that you guys make? I'll go. First, I, I want to ask, is it is it Nate or do you go by Nathaniel? I, I tend to go by Nate, yeah. Good. Good to know. Mm. You're also very good looking. Thank you very much. If you're ever looking for a front man, <laughs> look me up. That kind of hair doesn't work for everybody. You got, <laughs> got it locked and loaded. Thank you very much. Uh, Radio Laurier <laughs> listeners could look at radiolaurier.com and find the staff pro- actual images where the image of me that I took against my door because I didn't have a professional photo, photo to actually display is displayed. But you were saying about the kind of music that you guys make. Well... Up until this point, we've got some, we've got some, you know, standard indie rock with with all the conventions in line, and we're kind of we're stepping out of line a little bit now. We're looking to, or we've recorded some some most more post punky kind of stuff. Mm. We're kind of retaining some of our our indie rock essence, but. There's definitely some more experimental and post-punk influence on the, the new stuff. Mm-hmm. So we've we've heard some of that new stuff at the station, the single Rafters, and it, it sounds great. I was You're kind of jumping ahead. I was going to ask you how this new stuff that you're recording differs from the stuff you were going before. Did you guys have any specific influences, any specific sounds, ideas that you were trying to hit when it came to writing Rafters? Yeah, the band that the band that Brent's showing on his shirt is Geese. Mm-hmm. They're uh, an American rock band that we're big, big fans of, and we've met a few times now. Mm-hmm. So we're uh, yeah, we're big fans of Geese. Yeah, a lot of bands in kind of like the post punk revival scene, but also yeah, all like 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 alternative rock and, and prog rock all in there. But I think one of the biggest things when kind of you ask how it differs from our old music is that we actually like went to a studio with a producer for these new songs which was different than our, our kind of self-produced records in our attic and we were able to hand that off and, and focus more on like the performances and then all the mixing was done with critiques from us by simon austin another another big difference on this one is that we all our, all our songs in the past have been following sort of like a, a verse chorus sort of structure like conventional song structure on this one it's uh each part flows into the next and doesn't return to one. So it's kind of the, the song structure is, is a new new experiment. Oh, yeah. On Rafters, it starts with that very kind of strokesy kind of beginning, and then it goes into this noisy freakout, and then this down-tempo ending. It, it really, it's, it's a great song. Thank you very much for talking about that. Do we have anything to look forward to after Rafters? Does this, is, does this look like a new sound that you guys are going to keep exploring going forward? Definitely. We definitely are going to be kind of putting some more post-punk elements into our music as it goes. We continue forth. We also have another song that we are looking to release later this year, which is very much leaning heavily on that post-punk vibe. It's much darker. It's a lot darker than, than Rafters. Rafters is like quite quite easy on the ears in comparison it gets pretty loud and noisy yeah. but it's also very dynamic like there are some pretty soft spots on on that one especially the drums the drums are 
definitely darker, whereas on rafters, they're more like kind of punchy and bright, classic indie rock mm-hmm. kits. So among the other oh, the other things you guys have coming up, you guys do have a show coming up at the Hub in Kitchener, great local venue on the 17th. A bit about a local music. How How important do you think it is that we have these kinds of small like these indie venues and these places for upcoming bands to hone their craft in these kinds of things yeah it's definitely huge and i think it was, it was a big issue through covid of a lot of venues in kitchener waterloo i can speak for sure that had to close and there just what weren't a lot of places to play locally and and so a lot of bands from other parts of southern ontario ended up having just to be playing basically all their shows in toronto um and playing in toronto is great and a lot of fun but it means that there's there's a lot less variety in the in the music scene outside of Toronto bands specifically, and so to be able to cultivate sort of that community of artists who are all from one one city is really big, and that happens playing shows together and having venues that you can you can congregate at. Mm-hmm. You said it, but speaking of playing Toronto, you guys played the Rivoli in January. Now, if any listeners aren't familiar with what the Rivoli is. It is an iconic venue on Queen Street in Toronto. Neil Young has played there. Elliot Smith has played there. Feist. All these names could be rattled off. How, how was it playing at the Rivoli? It was an amazing experience. We had a sold-out show there, and just the, the energy from the crowd was really, really good that night. And just just a very 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 good space like it doesn't look like you can it doesn't look like you can fit a lot of people in there but you can fit a lot of people in there and it's just very fun very fun night yeah yeah shout out to the other bands that we play with chlorine and tower lane and um yeah because they yeah they were just a blast to, to play with and you know surrounding our set was two like really high energy and great bands and so just the entire night the energy was just like flowing and flowing and it never stopped which was like I don't know if we fully had that before at a show where the energy was like, like doors open and then the energy didn't stop till like everyone was out of the place. So, yeah. You were talking about venues there where it doesn't feel like you can fit that many people in. I, I feel there's, there's a few pretty great venues that match that, that kind of description in the greater Toronto area in Kitchener, etc. That kind of special magic to small venues where the energy it's not possible for it to really disperse. It can't escape through the windows out the open door of the amphitheater or anything. You know, venues like Lee's Palace or the Painted Lady or things like that. There's really nothing like uh, small shows for that kind of contained energy that allows it to just keep revolving the way you guys were talking. I think that speaks sort of to that thing we were touching on earlier, The how important it is, especially in this post-COVID world, to have those living small venues and things like that. Do you guys have any, like, do you guys have any kind of specific local venues like that in Kitchener and Waterloo that you guys can think of that really are still around that are carrying that forward? Or do you have any that you'd like to eulogize? Well, the, the hubby wubby, the hub, that's, you know, the one you mentioned before. We love the hub. It's got a little bit of a, a, a curse, we all believe, about it doesn't, the pedals just don't work there. Like when you, when you try to get your pedals going, it's, it's, it's always a hassle. We've played there like four times now, and every time there's, problem with, there's problems with pedals, which, which is strange because the power's fine. It's just the, there's a curse, I swear. But 
the the hub was def- it's definitely our favorite venue. But there's also there's also the venue where we got, kind of got started off, and it's closed now. Unfortunately, it's called Descendants Descendants Brewery. They they kind of they they allowed us to grow like a bit of a tight knit audience in a way. Like they were mostly our friends, like most most local bands would have for their first shows. But there were there were some new faces that weren't really that familiar to us that showed up, and they've kind of stuck around. And if it weren't for Descendants, I'm not sure that, that would have been the case. It was to get the the ball rolling for the band. That's for sure. Miss Descendants. That, those were amazing shows. <laughs> Nothing felt like that. Another, speaking of small ones in, in Kitchener, one we, we haven't played before, but we have a bunch of friends who have played there. Because I think if we played there, we would literally blow the door off. But the Yeti Cafe in downtown Kitchener. Yeah, the Yeti. Really a, a, a really important venue in Kitchener. You see everyone going through tends to play the Yeti. Thank you for mentioning the Yeti. Placing all of our local hearts for the Yeti. And anyway, and of course, now there's a place in all of our hearts for you, Red Output. Thank you for coming in and speaking to me today. Do you guys have anything else you guys want to shout out? Any Anything you guys have coming up? I'd like to say, uh, make sure you're not looking in the attic before the, the 28th. You can, you can go look in the attic on the 28th, but stay away from the attic until then. All right. Thank That's you. Good advice. Yeah, very good advice. Thank you, Red Output, uh, and have a lovely day. Rafters out January 28th. You got a show at the Hub on February 17th, and until next time, see ya.